Welcome to 95 Mac Watch Time, a podcast series exploring the world of Apple Watch and how it's changing people's lives. In this episode, I'll be talking with two guests, starting with David Sparks. Thanks for joining me, David. How are you? I'm doing great, Zach. I, I'm really happy to be on the show today for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, I love 9to5Mac. I think you guys do great work. But more importantly, you and I are on the last day <laughs> of a competition. This is my strategy is to distract you, but it backfired. You've already done your, your massive workout today. Yeah, I did my big one this morning. I'm like, now I just need to do like an eight-hour podcast with Zach, and there's no way he can catch up. <laughs> this is totally backfired. I uh, Before before you even woke up today, because you're, you're in Southern California, right? And so yeah. that's Pacific time. And I'm, in, I'm on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, which is Central Time. And so I, I looked at my data and your data, and you had like – you, ha- you hadn't even woken up yet from what I or, or put on your watch at least. Um, and so I did a little bit of quick math and I was like, okay, if I do my max points today, which is 600, then I could catch up. But then I saw this is one of your days where you, you go all out on, on your workout yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, I, 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 every other day I do a high intensity yes. workout and they really, they really kick your butt. It's yeah. tough. It's tough, man, but it's yeah. good for points. I, yeah. I bet you get the, the max 600 points today. Um, yesterday was one of those days for me where I, I went and did a, a six, six and a half mile run outside. And those days always, they're, they're abnormal for me, but they, uh, end, end up having good points days, but I, I can't do them every single day. Um, well, it, it's good for me. I feel like I'm finally going to beat you because you <laughs> usually beat me. So, well, yeah. So we've only got one competition before with, uh, the activity sharing competitions. And, and, uh, so we're zero and one right now with the one yeah. in my court and I, it's going to come down to the wire if I can yeah. even catch up with you. There's a, there's a chance that that you may just be too far ahead now. <laughs> I have to say, this is my first time recording with someone on the last day of a competition and, and maybe at all during a competition. So <laughs> new new record there. Um, so, so David, you are – I think a lot of people would know you in case anyone doesn't know you. You uh, write at MaxSparky.com. You run the Max Sparky YouTube channel. You write field guides, which could be a full-time job all on its own, I imagine. You're, you do three podcasts, including Focused, Automator, and what is probably the longest-running Apple-focused podcast, Mac Power Users – Plus, in your spare time, you have a whole other life as a lawyer. Uh, did I miss anything there? That's about it. That's about it. <laughs> and then also so, dad, also dad, and, and husband, and you, and you still find time to uh, to to. Looks like you're going to beat me in the activity challenge. Um, and that's really kind of what I want to talk about. Is um, first off, how do you how do you find time uh, with all of that going on? to um you know do your daily walks and more recently your high intensity interval training workouts um but but before we even answer that question where you find the time um why why do you make time to work out why is working out important for you personally well i just i always felt like um i i'm in my 50s now i just i'm 51 and i don't want to be one of those guys that just slides into middle age you know right and um i've always had some fitness in my life, but I've never really taken it that seriously. My wife and I were talking about it and we're like, Hey, you know what? It's not too late for us to like turn this into a thing. So 
So we really tried to, and and the Apple Watch played a big role for me because of those rings. You know, I don't know if you guys saw Sean Blanc just did a post. He did a whole year of all three rings every day. That's awesome. Yeah, and it just it, it's awesome, but also made me jealous because I, I look at mine and I, I'm pretty good about filling my rings, but you can tell every trip I took in the last six months if, just by looking at my activity <laughs> rings, right? Yeah. So I, you know, but so I've been really uh, diligent about it. And uh, I work from home most days. So the nice thing about the walk is you can listen to a podcast and, and take a walk. And, and that that's the easy day. But then when we do the, the hit stuff, it's it's just like it's crazy. But it's good for me. You know, it feels good. And I don't feel like I'm going to die or throw up anymore when I do it. So I guess I'm making progress. <laughs> it, get, it, it gets easier as you go, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's a cool aspect I, I wasn't, I didn't quite know about is, is that it's not just a you thing, but it's you and your wife. Um, does she use an Apple watch as well? Yeah, she does. We, we both do. And, um, and we don't work out together every day, but we try to do it at least every couple of days we try to, to work out together. And it's, it's kind of a thing for us to do together. Yeah. That's, that's a really cool thing to do together. Um, I've, I've had a streak uh, where I did 365 all three rings every day, and and the most challenging uh, part of that was was one day um, our family was taking a, a drive from uh, around Biloxi, Mississippi, to Washington D.C. in a single day, and that was I, I was top of my head. I think around 16 hours, uh, and so there was no way I was going to just hit my stand goal on, on my own. Um, but I planned it as like an overnight trip where we leave in part of the day. So I've already got some stand hours from the daytime. And then I made plenty of stops so that everyone could, you know, have their bathroom break and we could fuel up. And I would plan those on the um, like 10 minutes before the next hour. So I could get two stand hours uh, on, on those trips. And then as soon as we, we, we arrived, uh, it was like eight in the morning, but it felt like <laughs> it had been like three days. And I went straight to the gym and did like the minimum I needed to do to close my rings for that day. And then I, I slept for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I just hear it. Like the kids are like, but I'm not hungry. It doesn't matter. Daddy needs his rings. <laughs> exactly. I just jogging in place next to the car on the side of the road, that kind of thing. But, yeah. uh, I don't know yeah. if I will do that again. <laughs> I did that yesterday. Uh, it was Sunday, and my wife uh, works for Disney, so she mm-hmm. had to go to Disneyland. So I went in with her in the morning, and I spent the day working on my iPad. You know, I like yeah. to work remotely at Disneyland. And I got home, and it was like eight p.m., and it was getting it was dark outside. And I looked, and I needed like fifteen more minutes to fill my activity ring for the day, and I I did it. I went outside and walked up a hill, and then I came back home. Yeah, yeah. I, at some point the watch starts wearing you. I think, but <laughs> that's right. Uh, um, but it's okay though. I think it, it's good for us, and uh, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking about you too, Zach, because I'm like, man, I I can't let this day go by. That's right. I, I, I can't let that guy catch me. You will go out of your way to to compete, and and that's something that I know. In my case, I would never plan a 16 hour drive like that. Um, and there is so many days where, if not for the activity rings, I would just call it a day. But I mean, even recently, I've I've said eh, it's it's 8:30 at night. I I don't want to run. I don't want to to do uh, the indoor bike. I don't want to do do the gym at all. I'm just going to do the bare minimum for me and just take an outdoor walk, like very slow paced, and and just go in circles until I close these rings. Um, and but then afterwards, the feeling is just so you know you feel very accomplished on on that, and you keep your streak going. So 
it's very motivational. Um, yeah. So be- before the HIT workouts, let's talk about your 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 daily routine before that. Uh, and you mentioned that it's it's walking. Um, when did you start doing that? Uh, I've been doing it for years. For years before I, the I, Apple Watch. I, I, I let, yeah, I mean before the Apple Watch. Yeah. I, I just feel like uh, for me a walk. Sometimes I listen to a podcast, but sometimes I just take a walk, and I feel like it's very uh, therapeutic for me. Uh, I guess the exercise, but even mentally, just to kind of like clear your head. And, and sometimes I, I come up with my best ideas when I take a walk. And yes. Where I live, it's kind of in the foothills. You know, California's got a lot of mountainous regions, and mm-hmm. I'm in the, at the base of one. So there's a lot of great wildlife here. I can go, you know, hiking up the trail and, you know, see a rattlesnake or whatever, you know, and, uh, right. and just, uh, you know, take a walk. And then, uh, but also where I live, there's just trails that you can walk that aren't wildlife. So I've got a lot of options available to me. So I've been doing it for years. Is there any incline around where you walk or, or is it all yeah. flat? Yeah. There's a lot of incline. Yeah. And, and it's great. Yeah, I think. Do you log as as outdoor walk, or do you? Is it enough incline that you think hiking would be like a factor there? Uh, I log it as outdoor walk. I don't. I don't know. I guess I. That's just because that's what I always do. I yeah. never really thought about it that much. What's the difference? Is it does so? It change I think Series Three was the first model to add the barometer, where without the iPhone, which has it as well, before the Series Three, then it can can do it can measure your incline, whether it's a bridge or you know a hike up a mountain or, or whatever, or even like down you know several flights of stairs. Um, so it would it would factor in. You'd probably get more credit because it would factor in not just your distance from point A to point B, but then also your elevation as well. So if you're going upward or downward, it's going to know that that's a different level of intensity than if yeah, you're just it, walking it flat. Is a, it's a significant <laughs> difference in elevation. I am, I am changing my ways. Yes. Back. Yes. I, you know, I, I thought you lived, you know, among the hills and, and I, I'd seen after a walk and I wondered if that was an intentional choice, but um, yeah. now I'm really, <laughs> you're really going to get me with get more points. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it's one of those things where they have some workouts on the on the workout app that technically log as other. They use the same algorithm as an other workout would. Yeah. And and hiking, I think, used to be one of those. I know yoga used to be one of those. And then they then they make a specific workout for it. And now in, in the new software, they all look the same, whether it's an other with a label or not. Um, but hiking, you'll definitely get the credit for the elevation. So uh, that's a that's a that's a good thing to try out. Now, um, how do you kick off your workouts? Do you do you do it with your voice or do you push a button? How do you start a workout? I, I used to use Siri a lot to say. Um, you know, Siri, start a 3.1 mile outdoor run. And that, that you can get very specific with, with your goal for that, whether it's distance or duration um, or just a general workout. And and when I would tell someone, you know, teaching them how to use the Apple watch for the first time, it's, it's the, the method with the least amount of friction versus like, you know, launch the apps, find the yeah. workout, go through the list. You can just think, what do I want to do? Say it, name it and you go. Um, but for me, I, I have the workout app on most watch faces, uh, or it's in my doc, which is organized by favorites and not recents. And so it's always one or two taps or clicks away. Yeah. So I usually launch the app and then it's top, it's, it's high in the list at least. Yeah, that's what I do too. I have a, a, a fixed dock in essence and the, yes. um, but I also do start outdoor walk. That's, that's probably why I've been logging them as, as walks because yeah. just in my head, that's it, which works great. But it, I don't know. I, I feel like pressing the button helps, you know, it, you know, that, that those little three 
beeps it makes if you turn the sound on. I don't know if you turn the sound on or not. I, I am a sound on 90% of the time person, yeah. Yeah, I usually keep it off because like I'll be recording a podcast or something that'll go off. But I just love those little Olympic downhill skiing beeps it does yeah. right before it starts. It reminds me of what you hear when you watch the Olympics. It's very motivational for me, as dumb as that sounds. There uh, are so much there's um so so the three two one beep i I love that too, and it's like a trigger now when you hear it, you're ready to go um yeah, it's on now, it's yeah, on. <laughs> right, you know you were talking about Apple watch faces earlier, so do you have a dedicated workout Apple watch face, or is it just the workout app on your normal face i well, so I guess for me, the apple watch like the, the activity tracking stuff is 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 the most uh interesting thing about it for me. Um, I, I use everything else and I use the watch for at least a year before I even unlocked the activity stuff, you know, to try out. Um, but my, my main face for the past two years has been infograph modular with workout to launch the workout app really quickly. The music app, because before I do, I launch the workout app, I, I do the, I start some music going and, and there's a cool thing you can do, or you can have like an automatic workout playlist that just starts as you begin your workout. If you forget to play music, it will kick in for you. I have it off because I usually want to have more control over that. And I can't think of one thing I want to hear every time, even if yeah. it's a, a playlist that updates every week. Um, but but you can do that. But but those two things, my activity rings, and then my heart rate as the big complication because I, I like seeing heart rate throughout the day and sort of you know knowing how is the workout affecting my heart rate even outside of the workout. Um, plus the temperature, because because unlike where you live, uh, the weather is, is always different here. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, get, it gets pretty hot here, but it's yeah. always okay to go outside. Yeah. The um, so I, I'm like you. I have a a modular um, infograph for workouts, and I've got heart rate, the big one. I've got the the little um, what is it? The workout button, so I can start a workout by tapping that. I've got the podcast app. I like to do when I do the walks. I usually just bring a set of AirPods and run the podcast through the Apple podcast app on my watch. I don't even bring my phone. Right. And it's great. And then, and then I've got activity and a stopwatch as well in case I want to run a timer. But, um, I also, my main watch face as I go through the day, you know, this stuff always changes, but lately I've been really liking the Explorer face. I like the simplicity of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like Apple really needs to work on watch faces on Apple watch. But um, I was able to turn Explorer into something that's decent, and um, and I keep the activity rings on that one because mm -hmm. I do want to see as I go throughout the day. My my biggest problem sometimes with the activity stuff is I'm sometimes I get really into what I'm working on, right? Like when I'm screencasting, I like lose myself in it, and sometimes I'll go like three or four hours without getting up because mm -hmm. I'm just like focused on it and. I really need the watch to tell me to get up or I I'll just go for hours and hours at a time. And, um, and so I like to kind of see that to make sure I'm keeping up with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way. I know my, my most productive days on nine to five Mac, uh, are when I look back at the activity app and I see, Oh, there's like three hours with no stand hours <laughs> in there. Um, and and even even with I, I use a standing desk which I'm using right now to to record um and and I have this whole ritual with watch time now where I, I do like a pre run in place kind of thing and like stretches as if I'm, I'm yeah. going out to run just to get in the whole watch mindset um 
But but during the day, like even if I'm standing here at my desk, the the stand ring is is not just to stand, but to stand and move around for at least you know a minute or so. Yeah. Um, and so I'll, I'll see hours where those those don't get any tick marks, and and I'm sort of like numb to any notifications because I'm so focused on something that's you know popped up, it's brand new, but it's got a, a deadline that's that's ASAP. Um, but, but <laughs> I'm glad every day isn't like that. If every day were that way, I would, I would need something more than an alert to stand up. There is nothing worse than like waking up at 6am to go to the gym and do a, a high intensity workout, you know, murder yourself basically. And then you get to the end of the day and you're like, you're ready for bed and you realize you're like three stand rings short <laughs> at some point during the day. It's like, how do I not get all my rings on this day? You know? Right, right, and and that's that's the big uh, goal of the stand rings is that even if you're say an NFL football player and you've got this killer workout in the morning with like training, I you know you you close your exercise ring, you close your move ring. Like for for me, that would be like yesterday morning six mile run. I close both of those rings during the run, um, but the stand hours, you know, I only got one stand hour for that. <laughs> and so the, I I, yeah, the idea for stand hours is that even if you do one, one big workout in the morning, you can't just lay in bed or sit on the sofa for the rest of the day. You've got to keep moving. Otherwise yeah, it's, it's not that helpful. <laughs> and we, we were just recording an episode of Mac power users earlier today and same thing, standing ring went off. So I've got a standing desk. Mine goes up and down. Mm-hmm. So I've got a whole system. I mute the mic. I, you know, grind the motors to get the thing to go up. And then my, I need a longer headphone cord because I'm like in between questions with the guest, I'm like running around the office trying to get the, the stand ring to go off. Okay, he he did it. <laughs> I, I mean, we we both sound so manic right now, Zach. I don't I, know. I know. Yeah, I'm my standing desk is the same way where I, I push a button and it goes up. Uh, I haven't haven't thought about muting it that way though. But I think I think what I need to do is mute and then like run in place or something. Um, cause, cause with, with these podcasts, I get so excited and I'm, and, and standing helps a lot because I, I yeah. noticed that I was sort of fidgeting in my chair and like waving my arms around, hitting the mic, you know, doing things on the desk. And it's just, I, I get amped up and it's hard to sit and stay still. But with standing, I can, you know, move my whole body around and not interfere with, with recording. Uh, but yeah, we are hooked. We're, we're in deep. Um, yeah. t- talk to me a bit about your, your hit workouts, because because unlike walking, uh, I, I don't think you did hit workouts before the watch, right? No, I didn't. That's yeah. that's recent. That's only in the last like four or five months I've started doing those. I've noticed, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just it, it. My wife and I joined. There's a gym called Orange Theory. I think they're on the East Coast too. I don't know, but it's all hit workout. It, I mean, you show up. It's a big group of people. And they've got in the room, they've got weights, rowers and treadmills and bikes. And um, so you get there and it's very structured. You know, I always start on the rower and then, you know, you do a certain amount of time on the rower and then you go over to weights and you're lifting weights for about 20 to 30 minutes. And then the, I end on the, um, on the treadmill for the last 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's about an hour workout, but you get, they and and they you wear a heart monitor there as well, and the coaches are looking along because they want you to ramp up your heart rate really high and then bring it down to recover. And then I guess there's mm-hmm. some some research on the fact that that that's actually really healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do okay at it, you know. I'm not <laughs> I'm not the best in the room, um, but it, you know, I it, it is good for me and it's a great workout. It really 
takes a lot out of you because, you know, for an hour, you're really going. I mean, you don't, you really just don't stop for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never tried a, a hit workout where it's different things. I've done hit runs through Peloton and, and yeah. those are similar to, you know, but it's just running where you, you know, you sort of a speed burst and then you recover. Um, and, and, and honestly, a lot of running or run training is like that anyway, where you've got your sort yeah. of marathon pace and then your recovery. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're doing things I haven't explored yet. Uh, yeah. I, my like, sister lives in Kansas and she goes, she's, she's doing orange theory now as well. Yeah. I mean, it's like this morning they had one where you'd row 500 meters, then you would get off and lift weights with your arms, you know, and then you'd grow another 500 meters and you get off and you do this balancing stuff, you know, kind of core stuff. And then, yeah. so it's like, it's like you're constantly running and it's good. Um, I mean, I'm not like a gym rat, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, I probably go three or four times a week. Um, but if I had to go one more to keep my points up this week, I would. (laughs) I'm looking uh, now that there is an Orange Theory fitness that is about 20 minutes away from me with pretty good hours. So uh, Uh this might be a bigger Uh challenge than I I knew. (laughs) It's still pretty far, though. It's still pretty far. Yeah, but then you get the the time in the car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, having having no, uh, you know, work work, uh, driving is kind of useful. Um, Yeah, that's true. Well, that, that's awesome. I know the hit workout is, is fairly new to the watch too. I think within the last couple of years, they added that as a thing. Back back to the what the walking stuff. Um, there was an episode. I think it was before focused. Um, when when it was called uh, free, free agents, agents, right? Yeah, yeah. With, with Jason Snell. I think that was where you discussed your birthday walk. Where, uh, if I have this right, that it, it was the day of your birthday and you decided to take a walk and just think about sort of, you know, just, yeah. just all take a day to yourself and just think and process. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went down to the ocean, you know, because I'm yeah. close enough that I can get yeah. down there. And, and the, you know, I think the meditative idea of a walk is a really good one. If you look through history, there's a lot of people that mm. would take walks. I mean, I think I was reading, um, Darwin uh, would like, he would get up in the morning and he would walk, like he would work for an hour or two. Then he would take a walk to kind Mm -hmm. of sort his mind out. And there's a lot of folks that do that. And I, I do think there's a lot to that. Um, The trick is to not necessarily listen to music or podcasts, right? Just talk and be alone with your thoughts. We don't, I mean, in today's world, there's so much thrown at us. There's so much, you know, so many demands on our attention that uh, giving yourself that intentionality um, of, of downtime for your brain mm-hmm. is really good. And I, I do that frequently on these walks where I, I don't bring AirPods with me or a phone. I just go on a walk and it's great to, uh, to let my mom, my wine, my mind just kind of wander. And a lot of times some of my best ideas come out of those walks. Yeah. I th- I believe Steve Jobs was a walker and, and that would be, uh, you know, if he had something big to say to you, uh, as, as, you know, a, a familiar sort of friendly way, it would be, let's take a yeah. walk together, you know? Yeah. Well, I think there's really something to that. I mean, I really believe in the power of the subconscious mind, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. there are all sorts of problems that I'll say, okay, I know that's a problem, but I don't know the answer to it now. And maybe I sleep on it or to go take a walk or whatever. And suddenly it's like the background processing chip in my brain, like solved it, cracked mm-hmm. the puzzle while I wasn't even thinking about it. And, and, and but you've got to give it 
that space. And I, I think, I think the walks help with that. The workouts help with that too. Um, the orange theory, I mean, it's like they play loud music and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily to my taste even, but I almost entirely tune it out, you know, mm-hmm. where I don't even hear it. And it's the same thing. I go in there and I think through things this morning I went in, I'm, I'm doing some stuff with base camp with some of my team mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out how to make it work better. And that was like, during the workout today, rather than think about I'm miserable, I think I want to vomit, you know? Right. <laughs> I just went ahead and um, just kind of like let that kind of play in my brain a little bit while I'm going through all the reps and everything. And at the end, I had an answer. So it's good, you know? Yeah, I think I think for me, a lot of it is is if, um, you know, even if it's a walk, my heart rate's up, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, good, I'm moving around. Um there's there's something that in my mind, if I'm just stationary and I'm and I'm not in motion, that with any idea I can come up with a number of reasons why it's a bad idea, why I've, I I I have doubt about it and it won't work and it's not worth my effort. That it's easier to just not do it. And when I'm in motion, then it's 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 something that I feel I, I don't tend to have that doubt about the idea. And and then I can break through the process of of talking to myself why I shouldn't do this and just go right to I should and this is how. Um, I think there's something to that, you know, the difference in staying still and moving and then, and then planning like that. Yeah. One of my old jobs, I found out after the fact that the secretaries used to make bets on how long (laughs) I would walk in circles around my desk. Right. I do that all day. I'd get up and just, especially with dictation software where Mm -hmm. you don't need to be in front of a keyboard. I would just start moving around because for some reason, like you, that's when it feels like I get my best thinking done. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, David, you are uh, someone who I consider to be an expert in, in productivity, and not not just that you cracked the answer to all things productivity, but that you your secret seems to be that you're you're always open to trying out new things. Um, in, in this moment in time, this will always change. But but um, are you using anything um, to sort of manage your day to day stuff? You know, through the Apple Watch, uh, any any apps that you have to recommend? Well, I think that. I mean, the apps on the Apple Watch are getting better, but it's still a very small screen. And mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things that you just can't do with such a small amount of real estate. But what it is really good for is capture. You know, mm-hmm. when you're when you're inspired at the moment, when you're taking your your two mile walk and something occurs to you and you don't want to forget it. Um, so there's two apps that I like for this. But actually, there's a, I, I can think of three that I would recommend for this. Okay. First would be um, drafts, you know, um, you know, drafts is a great app. It connects, it's got a great uh, Apple watch app and it's got a complication. So you can just tap the complication and you can set it. So as soon as you do that, it starts recording your voice. You know, the idea is just, just this idea of quick capture. So you're taking a walk and then you come up with a great idea for your next watch podcast or something you want to do right. in a future episode. You just press the drafts button on your watch and then record it. You just speak into the watch and then it captures that text reliably and it saves it to your drafts list. So back when you, and they've got a version for the Mac now, they've got a version of iOS. So that draft gets populated everywhere. And the trick is in the drafts app to turn flags on for new drafts. So mm-hmm. you, then you get the flag on your, um, the badge on your phone and then you don't forget it's there later. So it's, it's just a great way for quick capture. Another one is if you, I'm an OmniFocus user, the OmniFocus app, all you have to do is long press on it when you open the app and it's the same thing. It saves directly to the OmniFocus inbox. So that's the way I usually do it. And then another one is there's an app called Just Press Record. 
and they have a good watch app where you can dictate a voice memo. But, and those are three that I can think of. I know there's others out there, but the idea is you're like, you're not going to write a book using your watch. Right. You're probably not even going to manage your tasks using your watch. But if you just want to capture quick ideas, find a solution for that. Something preferably with a complication. So you mm-hmm. can have it where you just look at your watch, watch and you tap one button and it's, and it's capturing. And I find that very useful. So yeah, that's something I, I would recommend trying out. Yeah, that's a good point about capture where, you know, drafts is, is great everywhere because the, you know, one of the nice things there is you can, you can launch it to an open screen ready for your ideas and not see an inbox of things to get around first that distract you. Um, and the Apple Watch can be a bit like that with any app where the friction, there's even less friction of, of try to avoid a distraction before you get the thing you want to do because there are just fewer things that are ideal on the watch. Uh, I, I like that. Um, before we wrap up, David, uh, is there anything that you're working on now or, or coming up that you want to promote to listeners? Uh, well, I just, you know, my big thing of uh, stuff I make is the field guides right. and you can find those over at learn.maxsparky.com. I just released one on shortcuts and uh, it's the new shortcuts. I had to redo the whole thing because Apple had too much fun last year. <laughs> right. So it's for iOS 13, and it's uh, six hours and 45 minutes uh-huh. and 114 videos. I, had, I added seven more last week. But the um, but it's just I'm really proud of it. You know, it came out really good, and I'm hearing from a lot of people who, who got it and are getting really good at shortcuts. So if you have any questions about the new shortcuts thing, check it out. Yeah, when when my wife first installed iOS searching on her iPhone, the first thing she asked me was, "What shortcuts?" <laughs> you know, because now it's pre-installed. Yeah, exactly. You can find that at learn.maxsparky.com. That's awesome. Yeah, and even for someone uh, like me who's a bit more tech savvy, in, in the past, shortcuts and before that, workflow hasn't had all the pieces that I've wanted to do some things I wanted to do. But this year, it gets a really good upgrade, and and you yeah. can you can learn about those things through your field guide. That's awesome. Yeah, I did some advanced stuff. To, I, I've, I tried to cover both. I, there's mm-hmm. basics in there for people who've never done before, but for for advanced, there's like regular expressions and right. URL schemes. So there's stuff in there if you want to go crazy. But the um, but it, I think it's really I think automation really took a big leap forward this year with what they did, and I'm really eager to see how that goes. And it's kind of interesting to see how does that work with the watch. I mean, like you can trigger shortcuts now with Siri, so you can do it with your watch. Um. I have to admit, I don't do it very often for my mm-hmm. watch, though. How do you like titanium so far? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is a beautiful watch. I, it's just the right balance between stainless and aluminum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to keep it a couple of years because it was so expensive. <laughs> I can't <laughs> get a new one next year. But the uh, but I, you know what? I'm okay with it. I, I'm just so happy with it. I'm I'm smiling right now looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Which which shade did you go with? The lighter color or the darker color? The lighter. Yeah. Lighter. That's nice. I, I've got a lot of bands and mm-hmm. I'm true I've always had the lighter color. I had the lighter color stainless ones. I've had the lighter color aluminum. So I just wanted it it to keep working. But the uh I really like it. Yeah, and then the lighter color stainless is real prone to scratching. Um unlike some of the yeah. I think the darker one is not. So in this case you've you've got that worked out with, with titanium. Um you know, when I was lucky enough to be on Mac Power users, uh I guess Last last year, uh, a little bit over a yeah. year ago, yeah. Um, back. Right, uh, you and Katie Floyd, who who is who is now left the, the the podcast after years and years and years, and Stephen Hackett is is the new co-host, which is which is a, a great thing. Uh, 
I, I told you both that I, I was eager to get the Apple Watch in ceramic for the first time. And that was when the Series 4 was about to come out. And then they didn't do a ceramic Series 4. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so I, I went I went with the gold stainless steel for that year. But but I was ready to buy ser- the, the ceramic Series 5 on day one. And, and uh, yeah. it was hard to track down. I had to have my boss in New York City go to an Apple store. And then and then ship it to me, <laughs> so I didn't have to wait until November for it to arrive. Uh, oh, nice! But it, nice. but it, but it, yeah, but it's here. And every day, I, I just look at this thing and admire it, like you're doing with your, with your titanium watch now. No, it's it's so great. I mean, I I love this thing, and um, you know, it's funny because I have a bunch of friends over in Relay that are fancy watch people. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. all get fancy watches, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna that'll be you next. You're gonna give give up your Apple Watch." I will never give up the Apple Watch. I love having this information available to me. Yeah, um, I love the freedom it gives me. the 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 workouts have made me healthier. I I am not going anywhere soon. I do wish they made some better faces, though. <laughs> I hope they're they're getting that message because I think everyone's making it loud and clear this year as, as the feedback. Well, David, yeah. thank you so much for being here. I know we could talk all day long if you wanted to, but, but I know you, you, yeah. you've, you've got your time is limited. So um, with that, we'll wrap up. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. All right. Thanks so much, David. My next guest on 9to5Mac Watch Time this week is Clayton Morris, a former TV broadcaster and someone who's making their own way in the world, in the world of new media with podcasts and video. Um, Clayton, you're a fellow uh, Apple Watch enthusiast, and uh, and so thanks for being on the show to talk about the Apple Watch with me this week. Yeah, no, thanks so much for having me. And and you know, I was I listened to you know the Happy Hour podcast every week, and so that's sort of my Saturday morning routine. And I reached out to you on Twitter and said that's what I do. You know, I take a walk with my Apple Watch and listen to the show. And when you started talking about launching uh, launching the Watch Time show, I was like, oh, I love like a niche, you know, narrow focused show about a device that I'm always sort of clamoring for little news about, you know, I even created like an Apple news feed that just follows the watch, you know, uh, for any stories about the watch. Cause I love like little niche granular fun things you can do, um, with the watch. And I know, you know, David Sparks on the show, like he and I have done Mac power users episodes where we've looked at like the, the little hidden features of iOS because I just love that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the fun thing for me. And so on the watch, there's a lot of those fun little under the hood things that are just really exciting. Um, but you know, for me, the, the watch goes back to the beginning when, you know, I was at the Apple event, the, the launch event for, for the Apple watch. And, you know, it was at that funky, weird campus thing that they had set up where they built like a whole building just to showcase in the demo area where they had all the celebrities and it was all fashion focused. And, um, it was a really weird event, um, you know, and then, and and then, you know, then it really shifted, right? I mean, I remember that event. There was all that focus around the heartbeat. Remember the, the Johnny Ive video about the heartbeat and yeah. and how that's we're going to be. We're going to be communicating now with these taps and digital touch, um, but you can't really distinguish. <laughs> right, right, right. And and then, then, then it really shifted. It, I, you know, they were they really found their footing in the fitness space. But right from the beginning, I was using it to to track my walks and fitness and, 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 you know, to get my steps in, I was always trying to get my 10,000 steps in every day. Um, and at the time my business was sort of growing and I'd just be on the phone all the time. So anytime I was on a phone call, I said, why am I going to sit in a chair? I'll just get up and walk. And that way I could really come, you know, close my rings. And actually at that time when my business was just starting out, I, I set my daily goal to 20,000 steps. And every day I would break it because I'd just be on the phone walking. I think my knees like 
you know, pretty much gave out. But yeah, that was sort of the beginning for me with the watch. Yeah, I, I've since doing this podcast, um, I have a standing desk that I that I use for work, and um, yeah, I just, especially with the watch time, I've I found that I just get more excited about what I'm talking about um, than like the news of the week, and and I feel like I got to move around a lot, and um, it was a small thing where I noticed I would tap my microphone with like waving my arms around more often, so I've started podcasting, standing up for every podcast now. And, um, and all that activity is like, you know, from, from just moving around right. and, 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 you know, making motions, it's all getting captured. Um, and, and the thing you mentioned about, um, you know, like small things that you can do with the watch, that's something that over the years I've, I've written probably about once a year. If you've got a new Apple watch, here are all the things that are default that I go in and change. And there's so many things like that, where like the out of the box experience is like one opinion of how it should be. And there's so many things you can go through and change. Like, you know, one example comes to mind for me is by default, your audio player will launch on the watch face if it's playing on the iPhone even, which is useful if you want to like remotely control that. But if you want to see your time or another app, you know, you can turn it off and just have your watch face. And there's so many examples of things like that that I, I need to revisit. Um, but that's that's a great point about just how you can tweak the watch itself. Yeah, and that's a great point about the out-of-the-box experience because, you know, like, for instance, in the early days, I, I really felt like, and I remember John Gruber and I sitting next to each other playing with the different, you know, the different text settings. And I remember, you know, to put the bold text option on is not on by default. And so setting that to then launch so that it would be on, you know, permanently and the text would just look that much better um, you know, really had a, that was like one little tweak that you could make that changed the out of the box experience. And I love that audio player feature. You're right about that. Sometimes it's super annoying, but for me, if I'm driving and I have a podcast on and I've got kids that are like, daddy, daddy, can I ask you a question? And then it's so much easier just to reach up on my watch and tap pause because yeah, you yeah. know, I'm listening to something or, or something, you know, just, I, I want to take a moment here. I'm trying to find my way around. Let me just hit pause right on the watch. Uh, so those little, those little things are, are really strong. I mean, I love for my business, you know, in, you know, I shoot so now and we're putting out so much content for, for my company and, you know, trying to help educate, you know, educate people in, in, in the real estate space and investing space. And so we do that on, you know, on YouTube and all, and all over the place. And so I'll use my watch a lot of times to trigger the camera, uh, to do different things for thumbnail photos or, or even just to launch the video feature. Um, so that I can grab video from, you know, a slight distance. Um, and it, it, in the very beginning, it was still, you know, it was, it was pretty clunky. And, it, and I think it still has its issues, but that's such a cool feature to be able to control your iPhone camera. Like if you've got it set up on a tripod, um, and even if you want to grab like a nice photo of the family, you know, like, hey, everyone, um, line up. We're going to take a photo. And I did that when we were in Italy last summer. Mm -hmm. We were at the Leaning Tower of Pisa and you know, everyone's trying to take their photos. So you don't want to bug other people to take a photo, you know, your photos. And I right. set up on a little tripod and, and, uh, and just used the Apple watch and took a whole series of really, and they turned out great, you know, and just, just like kids, we got 10 seconds, better smile. That's right. Yeah. That, and it's neat because, um, if you do that, I think you can, you can also do the side button that kind of feels like a little shutter button, you know, uh, and just snap the picture. Um, so that's really cool. I, right. I, when the watch first launched, it had so many pictures that were like, 
clearly from that way, like I wasn't using a tripod, so I was just kind of putting it down against a tree or something and taking pictures um, with, with people and they would be sort of angled funny, but I, it was right. just to see like, what can the watch do? Um, and, and that brings me to now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of working in progress on my series five review and the big thing, you know, with series five is now you get always on display and you get the compass built in. Plus you get everything from series four and before. Uh, and that's where right. I'm approaching this review from is that, wow, like even from the first generation watch that was replaced after 18 months, like the camera feature, you know, to use it as a viewfinder that is all still there. And so if you're coming to the watch for the first time, what you need to know isn't just that the screen stays all, you know, on all the time or that it has a compass. You want to know all the things that it can do. So that, that's where I'm approaching my review. And, and I mean, just, just this discussion is, is a good you know example of why that's important because that's all part of the watch experience. Yeah. Even just this, um, you know, you know, we've, we've moved recently and we're actually in the process of moving again to our sort of permanent place and the watch now. So the other day, here's an example of the compass. Like I, you know, I might not otherwise think to use that, but I needed to figure out which way was facing North, which way was facing, you know, and, and I was in the, the new space and I was walking around and I'm trying to figure out like, okay, where would the lighting come in? Cause if I'm going to set up the studio in here and lights for the, you know, the camera, I need to know which way the sun is going to come at a certain time of day. And just to be able to walk around with that compass on my wrist on the series yeah. five, uh, it's so cool. And, you know, just like those little things, I think people, if they spend some time with the watch and you dive into some of those features, you can begin to think about, um, you know, okay, maybe I could set a watch face for my, my day. You know, what will my day look like my work day? And then what will my watch face look like when I'm offline on the weekend relaxing will i flip it to the you know to the mickey face or to just kids uh, photos you know face um or just some you know the 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 astronomy face or something like that so that you can kind of kick back on the weekend and you can really it's a powerful i think productivity tool and that's i think why i love it so much and how i really use it every day yeah it's, it's a good point too about the watch faces because i've got my like I've got three in the front of my rotation and it's so nice that now, you know, in recent updates, you've been able to swipe between faces without doing the force touch uh, press and then swipe and then select. It's so much faster now, like a little app launcher, but um, they're multitasking, but I've got like the, um, the California face now is like my first face. And I feel like, you know, I I want a nice looking analog watch face as like the starter and, and, it, it's loaded with complications without covering the time. So I like that about it. Um, but then the, the face that I use the most is modular, uh, infograph modular. And so that's <clears> like my, see my heart rate, see the weather, see the date, um, and, and, and see my activity and launch a workout quickly, launch music quickly. Um, but then, like you said, sort of with modes, after I finish my activity rings and I'm no longer worried about, you know, getting the 13th stand hour or, you know, getting extra exercise or movement, then I, I like to just look at my watch and just see the time plus some other cool stuff that isn't even like information necessary. So I've got one face that is just, you know, it, it's my heart rate because I like to kind of monitor to that and see, you know, how low is resting, how high is it when I move around, even if I'm just walking and not doing a workout. Um, but, and this is part of modular to compact one of the new faces and then I use the the digital time with the seconds ticking around it and in the circle with a with a black background. And then the Moon Plus Plus app from David Smith, where it's like a realistic example of what the moon looks like in the sky, not just a moon phase in general. 
Um, and then the earth below that with like your location. And it's like such a cool space face that after I'm done with my day, there's no more like things on the schedule. There's no more workout to do. It's just casual wind down. This, this face gets me in that mood. And it's like those three are lined up because it's like, you know, business, um, most of the time and then like winding down and, and it really works for me. Oh, I love that, man. You've really thought through that in a deeper way than I think I have. I need to spend some more time with, uh, with it. And one little, just sort of caveat, if you've got kids and I know you do, but like, yeah. you know, you'll all go to bed sometimes with like one watch face and like the, one of my, like my three-year-old, like climbing to bed and she's like, I'll be half asleep and she'll be like playing with my watch and I'll wake up and like, you know, get start my day. And I'm like, why is my watch face switched? It's because my <laughs> little girl like was switching the watch faces, you know, when I didn't know what was going on. Um, yeah, but I, you know, right now, like my watch face that I use pretty regularly, the, the one that I kind of is my always solid go to is the infograph modular. Um, and I'm thinking about switching it because I'm in a place now where the weather is just like, I mean, not to like rub it in for anyone, but it's like, it's the same every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 71 degrees. And so when I lived in New Jersey, it was like every day was something different. You know, I was like, oh, today it's going to be, you know, rainy like crazy and whatever, you know, flood alerts and who knows what else. Right. Um, and so now like to be able to have that, uh, you know, to have to, to have it set, you know, differently where I can get rid of the weather. And I can't believe I'm actually something that I used, you know, all the time. And now I'm I'm looking to like probably remove that complication um, and switch it to, to something more useful. I've got things on there. Um, and I've been playing around with reminders again, and I really fall in love with the new reminders app. Yeah. Um, but I'm just finding myself a little too, uh, disorganized. It's been one of my great frustrations in life. And I, every year as sort of at, uh, at the beginning of the year, you know, I long to sort of be as organized as David Sparks. I just don't <laughs> think it's ever, ever going to happen. I wish that it would, but, um, you know, and, and so I've, I've gone back and forth and I need some deeper like project management with, um, with, with a, with a, you know, with, with a to do, a to do app. Uh, and so I've switched back to things the other day and I've just started to go through sort of the GTD method again, which helped me tremendously just to get everything out of my brain and into an inbox and then to be able to process those things into different projects and then to be able to pri you know, prioritize those projects. Um, and where I love how things operates with your sort of your today view and what, you know, what's coming up today, what you need to be focused on. You can sort of structure it so that it's like the, the you know, your top three items that you're focused on, you know, and then that can live like right on the watch and you can see what big items you need to check off. And it's amazing to be able to look down and to go through and just tap, you know, this big item, I have to write this big script for this thing, or we're putting together this whole webinar and to be able to click that box and say, I'm done with that project. Yeah. It's almost as, you know, it's almost as satisfying as closing your activities rings, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, when the series four was brand new and the infograph analog face was brand new and it's got, you know, like what, eight complications in total, um, plus, plus I guess one more and they're on the, the dial, but, um, things I, I love to use on the watch face with activity rings because it was like, there's your sort of fitness life, you know, like physical health, you know, to do list right there. And then the things complication is like a ring on its own that you, you know, fill as you complete task. And I love having that on the face. There's, there's one situation with things that where I, I can't use it on the watch so much because I like to do 
my main watch during the day and then switch out to an older Apple watch at night to use for sleep tracking um, without managing battery life at all. And so things, it, it can't do two watches well right now. It'll sync to one and, and it, there's something in the code where it needs to work out that it can do two watches and do the auto switch feature. But it, it's it's beautifully designed and, and I, I couldn't live without things. Like for example, um, so much of my work is in things, you know, that I've got planned out for the next, you know, months and, and personal life that I feel like if I ever like lost access to it, it would feel like losing the instructions for what I'm supposed to do with myself, you know, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and it's useful. Um, with, with David Sparks, you know, you, you, uh, you mentioned sort of um, how productive he is and how, how he handles these things. Um, I, I had this thought a few weeks ago um, and, uh, and it's that he, as much as I feel like I'm a work in progress with just trying to figure all this stuff out, um, I'm, I'm 28 and he's, a, he's, he's a little older than I am. And so for him to still be doing the same things that I'm doing with just exploring better ways to improve your productivity. And there's not one answer that you eventually figure out, you know, uh, at some point in life, that makes me feel really good <laughs> that we're all on a right. journey together in terms of how to be more productive in all the different ways. Right. I mean, you know, he, he started recently using Basecamp and, and, and I start, you know, our team, we, we kind of shifted over to Basecamp um, for managing a lot of that, you know, those and, you know, to be able to get those notifications right on the watch has been great. Um, and, you know, they were really good iOS. You know, iOS. But then, you know, like uh, I know his uh, you know, Mac Power Users uh, co-host, uh, Stephen doesn't, you know, hates Basecamp or, you know, and wants to use their other other platform. So, you know, everyone's preferences. It's just like, how does your brain work? And I just find OmniFocus. I, I keep trying to come back to OmniFocus. And, uh, you know, it's just a little too much for me. It's I find things to just be like maybe a cleaner, nicer experience. Um especially with the most recent update, I'm just kind of back to it again. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for the casual productivity person who just needs like a few like grocery lists, um, you know, a couple to-do lists, doesn't have 80 projects that they're trying to work on as right. an entrepreneur, you know, because I get shiny object syndrome. I'm like, I want to start this thing. And, you know, I might, then I hire three people and we're working on this new project. And that's a, that's a whole other business, you know, and, and I think reminders is a great app now. And I think that in, with its watch integration and just, just the deep hooks in iOS with being able to move notes around and, uh, you know, to be able to create all kinds of mail triggers within notes that there's some really uh, in, inside of reminders, there's some really great stuff there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's had a major improvement with iOS 13 and, and with watch OS six with it all working together. And it's it, reminders has always been a part of the experience and, and it integrates with things, you know, so you can have your, you know, put something in reminders and it can be in your inbox and things and even, and, and, um, you know, import that like automatically that way. So the two definitely go hand in hand and, and, um, people will ask me like if they see my home screen or apps I'm using on the watch, why are you using both? You know, why doesn't one replace the other? And it's, it's sort of like you said, they can do different things, but work together. So, uh, I, I love that. Um, so something else you mentioned a little while ago was, uh, so, so the kid situation. So, um, my son is, is, is two now. Um, so it doesn't happen so much, but whenever he was like from newborn, uh, until just a few months ago, anytime I would hold him on my arms, 
my watch would call people or, you know, change a point, like mess with stuff on the watch. And, and it was because he's just like touching everything, you know, and, and like feeling it all. Um, so my, my trick at the time, <laughs> or even just his slobber would like, you know, get on there and like press buttons. So it was like water. So I, w- I would do the water lock uh, mode that you do from control center when you swipe up on the watch face and then no touch, whether it's the screen or buttons without like spinning the crown a long way would do anything. Um, because I, I, the biggest thing is like, if someone sent me a text message, I would reply to them and not know what I sent <laughs> because he was just right. tapping stuff. Um, so there's, there's a, there's a parenting pro tip is to use water lock when you're holding a child. Like, <laughs> Well, and here's another parenting pro tip. I'm glad you reminded me of this. Cause this is something I wanted to bring up and, and I've mentioned this before and people are like, Oh my gosh, I need to do that. And as a new parent, you don't think to do it right. We we shoot so many videos of our kids, right? We have all photos and videos of our kids, but there's something really intimate and beautiful about a child's voice. Yes. And so, you know, one thing I started doing when the birth of my son, he's nine now, which I can't believe that. Um, now I have three kids, but uh, when he was born, I started using on my iPhone before there was an Apple watch. I would just record audio notes in Evernote yeah. of him. I just would be sitting there reading him a comic book we'd be talking and just to hear his voice and and so I had all of these audio notes saved in a folder in Evernote called Miles you know my son's name and then I did the same thing with Ava my second child now you know now with the Apple Watch to use an app like record or even with the now built-in voice memos to be able to sit there and hit record and it's kind of it's so hidden you know it's just yeah. like kids doesn't know you're doing it I would, I'd be changing their diaper or whatever. We're just sitting there reading a book or story. And I have all of these audio clips now from all three of my kids at various stages of them being able to talk and speak. And it's just like to, to listen back to those is, I don't know, something more powerful to me than even a video. And so a little pro tip for anyone who's a parent or thinking about becoming one that, you know, it's, it's, it's a great little thing to be able to use in the background. Yeah. As you're doing anything as a parent with your child, both of your hands tend to be busy. And so a video is like, you have to kind of remove yourself from the situation. And I'll even try not to speak so much in a video so that it's just what's happening. But with with voice memos, um, you know, you've, you've got a lot of space on the watch now. It's synced with iCloud. You can pull it off of your iPhone or your Mac and put it somewhere else if you want to, but you sort of forget that it's there. Um, and I'll have like 20 minutes go by and I'm like, Oh yeah, I hit record on that. You know, uh, 20 minutes ago and it's caught all of this stuff since then. And, and like you said, like, you know, a photo is, is, is awesome. Live photos are really cool because then you get more of, of the moment with, with motion and audio too. Um, but videos seem to be just more of a chore and even to go back and watch them, it's more of an effort, but like you can, you can listen to a voice memo that you recorded of like, you know, whether it's your kids or like your grandmother speaking and telling a story about when she was young, you know, or just like some, some casual event that's just like a snapshot in time and listen to it, you know, with headphones, like a podcast while you're doing dishes or something. And it's like really cool. So that's a great, great tip for the watch too. Yeah. I mean, the watch has so many powerful tools like that and, you know, not even getting into all the fitness stuff we can talk about, but just being able to sit there 
you know, in a classroom and to hit record, um, you know, of course, you've got great powerful tools in iOS like Notability. I'm, I'm studying a new foreign language, so I take a three-hour-a-week class. And there's different parts. And, it, I mean, incredibly powerful because I can hit record and then I can go back and re reference those recordings based on what we were talking about in class for certain words and things like that. Um, but to, you know, to, to be out casually taking a walk – um, you know, I'll be, I do that all the time and that's where some of my best ideas come from. Right. I mean, that's where the theory of relativity came from Einstein taking a walk, right. You know, it's like where Steve jobs would come up with his best ideas too. Yeah, it's totally. like, so, you know, I try not to always be listening to a podcast and I try to just be taking walks sometimes and I'll launch, um, you know, drafts on my, on my Apple watch mm -hmm. And just, you know, dictate a new note to myself and a thought there or, you know, launch uh, just press record and kind of flesh out, uh, flesh out an idea. Uh, I've actually written scripts for videos that I want to later produce on, you know, different theories. Like I have, like why going to college is a bad investment. Like, I, you know, like different thoughts about like why student loan debt is just crushing, you know. And, and so I would sort of right. map out a whole script as I'm walking. And then what's great about like just press record as an app is that once I get back, you know, it has the transcription feature mm -hmm. in it. So you can just tap the little transcribe and, and boom, you might have like a, you know, the 1000 word transcript that pops up might not be perfect, but now you can go through and tweak it and work on it. And, and so great. It's like we're living in the future. Yeah, you've got a you've got a literal rough draft that you can just kind of go in and edit around and shape up to be, your you know, what you work with um, and, you, and you get the voice moments for free, but then just press record, you pay a few bucks for it and you get this trans transcription stuff, which is just really cool. Um, and, and for me, like, I don't think I'd have voice memos as a complication on the watch face because it's like an app launcher and not something to give you information for the most part. But, um, having it in, in the dock where you click the side button on the watch and you get a list of apps there, the new default is it's recent apps in order of kind of how frequently you use them and when, um, but you can change that to be your favorite apps. And so it can be whatever list of like up to around 10 apps. Um, and so that's what I do is I do the favorites list that way and like keep, I keep messages as like one of the top ones, but voice memos too, because if you use the, the honeycomb app launcher, you know, you can put it somewhere close by to like press the, the crown, launch the app. Um, but if you do the list for you, then it's alphabetical. And so it's voice memos will be at the bottom of the list. Just press record would be kind of midway. Um, but I, I love that with using it with the dock and having it in that short list of like select apps that I'm going to use all the time. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. I, I kind of, I vacillate uh, between like what I want to be as an app launcher, you know, whether it's overcast as a, as a launcher on my mm -hmm. watch so that it, cause I'm constantly, so that I can just pick right back up where I've been listening to the most recent episode of something or jump in the car and do that. Um, you know, or having something like things where it's an, you know, an active thing where I'm, I'm launching it to, to tap and, and check off a project or to see how many I have left, um, you know, calendaring, like right in the middle of my infograph modular. So I can see what is my next upcoming appointment. Um, it, it, you know, and, um, and then, it, like I said, again, I'm thinking about, I've got to probably just get rid of weather on here because <laughs> the very, it's just like, it's just like, all right, it's kind of boring now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, and you know, I'm curious, like with David too, like California, it's like, sim it's like, that's the same every day. Why do I need a complication? You know, cause to me, all those complicated, it's like precious real estate. Right. And so I kind of grapple with, I always feel like, I don't know if you feel like this. I always feel like I have one complication on my watch faces. That's kind of, I don't know. Like I'm not, 
I'm not fully committed to it. It's just kind of there because maybe I ran out of steam figuring out exactly what I wanted there in that space. So well, especially you know, on, these from, new, on these new watch spaces where you can have like seven or eight complications, right? You've got to like find good ones to use. And I, I did that when the Series Four was brand new. Where um, for where I live on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, the, it, the weather can be one thing in the morning and dramatically different in the evening, you know, especially this time of the year. And so it it is useful to have the weather plus kind of the range um, just to know how to dress my kids. Like, do I need to put them in a long sleeve shirt all day or a short sleeve shirt with a jacket because it's going to be blazing later, but it's cold now, Um, that sort of thing. So, so before, like, I think the weather app started adding the complication, the range to that, which is useful, but also humidity, like 90 can feel horrible or kind of nice depending on the humidity and where I live, that can range too. So I would do carrot weather and then you can do through their subscription, unlock some more complication data. So I, I would put humidity on the watch face, which the, the built-in weather app wouldn't let you do. Uh, and so having more complication slots on the watch faces, like more than, you know, say three, then you, you kind of need to go on a journey of like, what, what am I, what would be useful here? Can I find that? Is it, is it available? Um, but then even now, like I've, I've put the, um, the UV index on the California face because there's just one more slot that can be anything in the world. And I'm just kind of going through this rotation of like, what's the most useful thing, whether it's at a glance or to launch an app, that kind of thing. That's totally a, a thing. Yeah, I mean, for me, even like the calculator, because I, you know, I, a lot of stuff in invest in the, in the investing world. So like lately with this, you know, with, with the calculator feature now, like, I don't know that I want that to be a watch face complication. I'm not quite sure. Kind of be weird, but you know, there's a lot of times when we're sort of sitting here crunching numbers on different things on whatever. And, and I'm like, well, I'd be, uh, Okay, let me just flip it open, and by the time I get to it, so it might be nice to see they're having the dock like ready to go, and 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 uh, you know I love that. Um, but I also like you know the moon moon phases too, and I have to check out that app. I, I didn't know there was um, the was it called Moon Plus Plus because I use Sleep right. Plus Plus. Is is it by the same developer? Yeah, David Smith on both apps. Yeah. Oh yeah, so and I love you know Sleep Plus Plus. That's been my sleep tracking app uh, for years now, and uh, it's so powerful and. You know, for me, I went through a really rough time in my life in the past year and in my business and, you know, I, my, it was, and I was not getting much sleep at all. Right. And it really was reflected in the sleep data. I mean, it was like every night, like four hours of sleep, you know, and, and really, really bad. And then over the past, we moved not too long ago and it's just been so much better. And, and I got an alert from sleep plus plus. It was like, Hey, you've been sleeping better in the past two months than you have for the past year, uh-huh. you know, keep, keep it up. And I'm like, yes, I have. Thank you so much. Sleep plus plus. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's good to not just feel one way, but see like hard data that can show you kind of what you're feeling and, and why you're feeling that way. That's useful. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I love some of that. And then the fitness tracking, of course, for me, you and I were talking uh, a few weeks ago about Peloton and, mm-hmm. you know, I, we are big Peloton fans in our in our house. We have a bike and and since we've moved, we don't have the bike with us. We're getting it shipped here and, and all this stuff. But it, we've been using like Peloton Digital. And I just said, like, oh, man, I would love for there to be a Peloton. You know, a Peloton. I want to take, you know, one of their outdoor uh, run classes. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, get out of the gym and just, you know, run, you know, and, and load that onto the Peloton app on the watch and then not have to bring my phone with me. That would be killer. So come on, Peloton. I, I really want them to step that up. 
Yeah, I did. I published a review um, at the end of September on on sort of the whole Peloton ecosystem in terms of like what consumers can can do with it all. Um, and and it started out because I wanted to review the treadmill, the Peloton tread, and and their their PR folks were like, by the way, check out digital too because it's it's pretty cool. Um, and that became like the main focus of what I wrote about because it, it's much more accessible in terms of you know a monthly subscription versus buying a a big big machine. Um, and it, and it goes with you on your iPhone and iPad. Um, and at like the very end of, of kind of the review process, um, let's see one moment. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. You kind of d- ducked out for a second. Okay. I'm going to put a little note there at 33 minutes and, and we'll wrap up soon. But, um, yeah, okay. I'm just gonna keep going there. I'll do a little edit. Uh, at, at the end of the, the Peloton review process, I finally decided, okay, now I'll try to do the outdoor run stuff from the iPhone because I, I don't like running with the phone since series three, you really haven't had to. Um, series two kind of pushed you there with the GPS, but cellular was like, there's no reason to bring the phone if you don't have to. Um, but I, I did do the, the Peloton outdoor run and without even looking too much into it, I thought maybe it's just like an audio version of one of the video classes, but they're not, they're like actually, you know, recorded for, for audio only environment and they're really useful. Um, but that was like my biggest piece of feedback in the whole review was like, you've got to get a watch app. You've got to be able to load these, these audio classes over because, you know, it, it's technically possible, uh, and there's no reason they, they couldn't. So I think that's going to be high on their list. I, I hope so. It seems like they heard me. <laughs> oh, God. Great, great, great. I, cause I, I was saying the same thing, you know, we, um, I've been such a huge fan of them and they, yeah. they ended up sponsor of our, my podcast and, and everything. And when they said, Hey, we're, you know, we're going to sponsor your podcast. I'm like, they're like, do you, do you know Peloton? We're like, yeah, I know Peloton. So we use the Peloton digital on the iPad and, and, you know, just to take it to the gym and then to, to be able to track all of that. And, you know, it's really great to be able to do those classes like on a regular basis and then to be able to track your progress based on your heart, you know, heartbeat and recovery um, and, you know, being able to, 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 to focus on that and be able to see how much progress you're making from just starting to run. Because I, I haven't run in years and I just started running again in the past three weeks okay. and three, well, I say three, four weeks. And, uh, it, catches, been, it catches up with you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, I haven't done it in so long because I had bad knees growing up, and I had to do swimming, and so I was using the watch in the pool for for swim, you know, for swim tracking. Um, when that feature came out, I was like, this is amazing, you know. Um, and so, be able to get access to those workouts and and to do that was wonderful. But then, just recently, started to run again and to to be able to track that recovery because that's really what like my wife was hitting on to me. She's like, you've just got to get some like really kinetic workouts going like i know you love to walk but you really need to be able to push your heartbeat to a certain level so that it, you can come back and recover because she used to be a fitness trainer so she's like you have to be able to that's how you build your heart strength is through that recovery and how quickly you can recover and and it's been dramatic and you know in about a month's time to be able to see that change just between the heartbeat on the apple watch has oh, been yeah. amazing yeah, that, that's the big thing for me is is in the last few months, putting the heart rate as one of the large complications on the California uh, watch face around the dial, which is really kind of just, just real subtle. So it's not a big, big chart, but it's just like this is your heart rate in the last few minutes. Um, having that data, even if my weight isn't the target weight that I want at any given time, if my heart rate is where I want it to be, you know, lower than when I'm doing nothing – uh, at, at any weight, then, then I'm, I'm, I know that I, I feel better. And that's like the reason number one that I feel better is because my heart's healthier. Um, and it, it's like one of those things where, um, 
uh, even like recently, uh, at a few weeks where I was drinking energy drinks, uh, that I never drink. I usually, it's just coffee and water and like maybe a sports drink, but, um, I was just drinking like, like gas station energy drinks, um, as like a quick energy fix and, and had like a slight, you know, uh, sort of, sort of episode where I, I was regularly buying those and I would see my heart rate just wasn't getting as lower as usual when I'm just kind of working at the desk wow. and, and seeing that I was like, you know, I get this spike in energy and productivity, but my heart rate is, just, it's not where I, I want it to be, not where I'm proud of. And like, even on runs it's higher than it used to be for the same effort. Um, and that's just informative. It's like, um, oh, that was a bad habit. And, and now I'm going to stop doing that you know, because there's a, <laughs> this big reminder on my wrist every day of like, Hey, you're not doing yourself a favor here. Well, you're inspiring me to look at some, you know, switching up some of these complications now, because I, I, I never really think to use the heart rate uh, complication at all. I mean, you know, just like during workouts, it's kind of there doing its thing. Yeah. I can track it later and see it. But to be able to tap it and well, just out of curiosity, because I'm sure your audience could use like like what you find in that range. And I know it's different for everybody, mm -hmm. I think. Right. I mean, sure. I, I don't know enough about it where it needs to sit, but like what range are you looking for? Like when you're just kind of sitting there doing some work as opposed to like when you're, you know, trying to do your workout at 180 beats a minute or whatever. Yeah. So, so a few things on, on heart rate as a complication, if you do it as a small complication, like just an, as an app launcher, I get no value out of that because I'm never going to go and launch the, the app you know, and stop what I'm doing to see what is it right now. So it's got to be a recent measurement. And so if you do it as one of the larger complications or around the dial on some of the analog watch faces, then you get the number too, not just the launcher. Um, and so for that, just like seeing it just like one time, is like there's one data point and it's not useful yet. So you have to give it time and sort of notice now that I'm, now I'm, I'm sort of sitting still working and this is what I'm seeing. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm just walking around and moving, not with a workout. And so this is what I'm seeing. And then in a workout, you, you may even see it on the watch face that, you know, if you've got to customize that way. Um, but, but the big thing is you've got to give it more than like a, you know, a, a, a one moment look at it because it, it's, it's informative when you start noticing in your own head, like these are the trends that I see. Um, so for example, um, if I'm asleep and I'm wearing my watch, I'll see it in like the um, mid thirties, which, which is like, I'm, I'm getting good sleep. My heart isn't working too hard. If it's in like the sixties, I probably had really bad sleep and I can relate the way I feel in the morning to, Oh, my heart rate was bad. What made my heart rate bad? Was it that I had, you know, coffee before bad, um, or I did a late workout and, and that woke me up and then I went to bad. Um, and, and so they're getting better. You know, there's, there's apps that can sort of help you. I mean, like, like you mentioned with sleep plus plus, you can get some insight there. Um, but you can really do yourself a favor and just kind of study your own data and try to try to, you know, you, no one knows yourself as much as you do. And so use the watch to, to see the patterns and think about what you've done that you've not reported to an app and, and kind of make those connections. Um, but like working at my desk, I'm, I'm proud if it's like in the high forties, low fifties, because that means, I've been, I've been running, you know, every few days or once a week at least. And, and that's where I see that go down from instead of like 60 to 70, just sitting still. And then if my, my resting heart rate is lower than my walking average and I'm just kind of doing, you know, something where I'm walking around the house or a grocery store or something, if it's under like a hundred, I feel pretty good about that because it can be like in the seventies or eighties when I'm actually like moving around and then in a workout, it's like everything goes. I hope it's below 200. If it's above 200, I need to slow down too. Um, but but that's kind of what I'm looking at though. Is like if it's in the 40s and 50s, 
it's only there because I'm doing some some cardio. It doesn't have to be crazy cardio. It can even be like the Peloton bike, 20 minutes at a really like slow pace with like medium resistance. Um, and and I you know I like just last night for example, I I had. 20 minutes or 19 minutes of exercise left on my, on my uh, activity ring. I was almost at my move goal, but I wanted to close all three rings and stand was already closed. So with, with the Peloton, we got the treadmill to review and then we, we have digital through our bike membership and we purchased the bike on our own. It was my wife and the family that turned us into Peloton fans. Um, and so I'm sort of using her bike for cross training. And I thought, you know, I, I, I don't want to like, I don't feel like, um, just like taking a walk outside because it's kind of humid and hot right now and dark. Um, I, I don't, I definitely don't have energy for a run at this hour before I go to bed. I won't sleep well. Um, and, and so I said, I'll do a, a really like low impact 20 minute ride on the bike and, and see what happens. And, uh, I didn't even think I would break a sweat, but when I was done, like I had to have a shower, my head was like super sweaty and I felt wonderful. Like I, I'm th- you know, with that, I felt better because I just finished workouts. So I wasn't going to, you know, go to the kitchen and, and get a midnight snack sort of situation. Um, you know, and, and my heart rate, like it, it wasn't nothing like in that workout, it was probably about 110, 120, um, running, I'll see like 160, 180. Um, and, and it's just, that's the difference in effort, I suppose. But, but it, it wasn't easy to just like sit and bike like that either. You know, it was, it was a real workout. It felt, it felt like what biking outside, you know, would, would be like minus the wind. Um, but, but all that from just putting the, the heart rate on the watch face is like, you know, taking the data over time and then making those connections. I love that. Well, I just put it on my watch face while you were, <laughs> while you were explaining that. So now I'm going to check that because I, I hadn't thought about it as an app launcher, but now from having it in like infograph yeah. uh, analog watch face as one of the corner complications mm-hmm. and to be able to see that extra data point. Yeah. I, I uh, I'm I'm on it. <laughs> I'm going to be tracking this. And if you need to have like the real estate, you need to have, you know, it as a small complication, there are third-party apps like Heart Analyzer and I think Cardiogram. Um, let's see, there's, there's some other ones, Cardiobot maybe, that can put it as a small complication, but then also do the range there. So so it isn't just like the icon and, the, and as like a circle, but you've also got more data to it. So uh, explore if this is something That's you're interested great. in and you can probably find a third-party app that will save you some space if you can't have it as one of your big complications. Oh, I love it. I'm checking it out right now, but I'm going to, I'm going to be so super <laughs> annoying to my wife about this yeah. pretty darn soon. And with all the espresso I've been drinking lately too, like that's yeah. again, like, okay, I can cut, cut back on that a little bit now. Cause I can't re- relax. My heart's just, it's like Kramer and Seinfeld when he had, you know, gets the <laughs> unlimited coffee. Right. <laughs> so exactly. I, I mean, I, I, for me, I'm a coffee drinker. It starts my day out a couple of cups of coffee, usually just black. Um, and, and it's, it's necessary. Like before I do a, a running race, I want a cup of coffee. Um, even if it's like at four in the, in the, in the afternoon. Um, but if it's before bed, it's not going to do me any favors. Um, and, yeah. and as long as I'm sticking to like one to two cups and, and that's what I'm used to, then I'm, I'm not seeing any negative effects. And that's where I knew like, okay, drinking this giant Red Bull, is, you know, that's the reason right. that my heart is like in the sixties and seventies and I'm just sitting still, you know, normally it would be like 45, you know, it's like, it's, it's working and I'm not doing anything. And it's because of you know what I'm putting in my body. Um, so that, it's, it's really helpful. And it's one of those things where activity rings was like the most important thing for me. Um, and still is very important for me. But once I got in the habit of closing those rings and seeing that data, 
then, you know, I started seeing, like, it was the first time I got interested in heart rate was I went to the doctor for like an annual checkup and the doctor said, are you a runner? <laughs> I was like, yes. How do you know? And she was like, oh, your heart rate is very low. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So there's, there's a correlation there. So interesting. That, that got me interested, but, um, and all that on the watch. I mean, it's, it's really cool. Uh, I, I love it. I would never like wear a device just for checking my heart rate all the time, you know, but, but with the watch, it's, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there and convenient, and it's just one complication to be able to glance at. It's, it's so great. Yeah, exactly. And if even if you don't have it on the watch face, you know, but you wear an Apple Watch, you can go back and on the iPhone and the Health app and like look at sort of throughout the day and, and through you know like the ranges that that you see. But for me, it's it's way more um, like relatable when you can like make a connection in your head in the moment and not think about what was I doing when it was you know one twenty at, at at two p.m. Um, if you see it on your wrist in the moment, then you instantly know and you make that connection. So I'll ask you one last question before we go. Is there any, um, this is sort of, so in the future we can do a check-in if, if we want. Is there any sort of long-term goal that you have for your watch for like right now you're in one situation and you, and you want to sort of track progress over time, you know, maybe it's the heart rate thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but sort of what's a goal that you have with your watch right now? Yeah, I, well, a couple of things. One, yes, I definitely want to be paying more attention to heart rate. Uh, you know, my dad had uh, triple quintuple bypass surgery. He's 85 right now, but, oh, you know, wow. like 15 years ago. So being able, you know, to, to focus on that, make sure that I am, I am heart healthy is important for me to track that in my family. Um, uh, also to be, you know, a little bit more productive to make sure that I'm managing projects and to do items and sort of sitting down at nighttime uh, before I go to bed, sort of managing my next day. What are the big three things I want to tackle the next day? And then be able to really have things organized in the things app as much as I can um, so that my team is not on my case about it. Um, And then, um, yeah. And then, and finally, and something just escaped me, but Oh, and and yeah, really from, I want to make sure that I'm hitting the goals um, and to be able to get down to the weight that I want to get to. Um, so, you know, I've been right around, I, I've been right around the 185 mark, 185 wow. pounds. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm six, two, and I'm just like, I just, you know, it's just like, I just want to get down to that, like uh, water polo college weight where I'm it was like 177, 178. And so I keep, I, I just cannot break 180. I was uh-huh. there for like a day and then it went back up again. I'm like, okay. Gonna stop eating some croissants and whatever yeah. heck else I'm eating. So that's what you know. Those are my three big ones right now. Yeah, one of my big lessons with the Apple Watch and and getting into shape for the first time, really, like going from you know when you're in in, in high school and college, you don't have to think about it, and then after that, it starts catching up with you. Has been even if you work really hard and like lose a lot of weight, lose fifty pounds, lose eighty pounds, lose a hundred pounds, you can quickly gain it back. It takes a long time, but, but you can, <laughs> inactivity will do that. And so I've, I've gone from, you know, this like 220 weight and I'm five, nine to down to 140 to back to 190. And it's like, you know, and it's just based on like what's going on in my life and how much can I handle. Um, but that's been a big, big theme for me is getting back to a place weight wise where I want to be. But this time around, I'm much more active than even even the first time I lost weight, and my heart rate is lower then than it lower now than it was then. So I feel like when I get to that that weight goal, it'll be even better than before. So that's that's an awesome theme. Um, last thing, yeah. what's uh, anything you want to promote before we go? Oh, you know, hey, if people like podcasts, <laughs> or they you know they're listening to podcasts. I, I, we've got a. Uh... 
I think we just passed the 14 million download mark for um it's totally different subject matter than what you guys cover yeah. but it's you know I'm I'm still a tech tech guy at heart but I I I teach people how to build wealth um through real estate investing and and um you know teaching them how to uh, you know, not use, just rely on a 401k, but we teach you how to, to really build wealth the right way and to learn how to read a balance sheet and, and to understand your family finances. And so we teach people to do that on the investing in real estate podcast. It's a generic name. It's super lame, but it, you'll but never you, forget you, it. You so. got it. You got that name. <laughs> <laughs> I got that name. So, that, so if anyone wants to listen to that podcast, it's so uh, we published that three times a week. And, uh, and then we've got our YouTube channel, our Morris invest YouTube channel. So we put a ton of, a. You know, we're trying out all sorts of different video things now, too. I've been shooting a lot of recent videos, not, you know, not just with like our Sony really nice, you know, 4K, uh, you know, a7 III camera, but also just shooting now on the new iPhone 11 Pro and just shooting in 4K 60 and, and editing with some different things in LumaFusion on the iPad and playing around there instead of sort of the traditional way. So if anyone wants to see some video and tweaks that we've been playing with lately and what that looks like, uh, come on over and visit us there if they have any interest at all about uh, finances or wealth building. All right, Clayton, thanks so much again for joining me. This was a real pleasure. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Zach.